0: As a 22-year-old man, I recognize that I've only been an adult for about uh, four years now. I've only been a full-blown adult for about four years now. And I've only had the full-blown mental mindset of an adult for about two years. However, back in the day of my teenage years, I'm talking about from 14... I'm going to say from, yeah, 14 to 18 years Cause you're not a full blown teenager until you hit fourteen. When you're thirteen, you're you're like when you're thirteen, you're technically uh, a teenager, but you're not really. You're still kind of a little kid. Um, but once you hit fourteen, you that's when you reach like full mental uh, teenage phase. And during those years, I thought I had mastered. Uh, I thought I had completely mastered the mental. Uh, mindset of a peak human. I thought there was nothing left for me to learn. I thought there was nothing left for me to learn from anyone. You know, it's that typical teenage mentality that you understand everything and everybody else just doesn't understand you. And once I reach an adult and I look back at my teenage years and I look at I look back at all teenagers that I see right now. I can't help but to cringe and scrunch my nose in complete disgust (laughs) because... Teenagers are kind of fucking gross, bro. Like, as a former teenager, as a man who was a teenager four years ago, five years ago, you you guys are fucking gross, man. Like, and you're stupid, but you don't recognize that you're stupid because you think you know everything. And it's, it's so funny when I talk to them sometimes. Whenever I talk to a teenager and I try to drop some knowledge and he, like, shrugs me off, it's like, yo... I used to do that. I used to do all of that. Why are you not Like, I'm only 22. Like, I'm not that much older than you. We, we, you and I, like, you should be able to recognize that I'm somebody who's trying to give you some advice. But they don't. They don't give a damn. They just shrug you off like you don't matter. Like, because they think in their head that they understand more than you. Like, and I, I just don't understand that mindset anymore. And and if you're a teenager who's listening i'm sorry if you feel as if i'm mocking you and i I just want to make sure you understand that i'm not making fun of you i just think you're slightly retarded now i understand that there there are many adults who are very retarded as well and that is true however the the reason why teenagers are dangerous when they're they're retarded is because those teenagers will eventually become adults who may end up in power. So the goal is to train them when they're young so by the time they get old enough, they won't be like the retarded adults that are running wild, okay? Whenever I try to, like, drop some advice on any teenager for any questions they ask, it's like they immediately... Like, don't don't get me wrong. There are some teenagers out there who are willing to understand and are willing to admit to themselves and the world that they are just teenagers that don't know shit. Um, And however, like when you talk, when you try to like be the big brother in somebody's life, when you recognize that that person um, is in desperate need of some positive reinforcement, when you try to be that positive reinforcement, and that person shrugs you off it's kind of hard for me to like give a fuck and now i know i shouldn't do that cuz i did the exact same thing all right i did the exact same thing when i was a teenager and if people had just shrugged me off and said all right the fuck you then i would have i would have been screwed you know i would have never learned i never i would have never received the wisdom that has put me in this position in life and Honestly, I recognize that it's important to uh, be more compassionate, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm just finding it difficult for me to give a fuck whenever, like, I remember I watched back in my day, back in the day when I used to work for Amazon, I was, I was delivering packages and in this, it was this Kodosak neighborhood, um, I went to drop off a package and a gang of teenagers were just, like, walking in the street. Not, like, single file, but, like, as one flat line hogging up the entire street. And I was behind them, and I honked, and they turned around and flipped me off because they thought they were being cool badasses. And I had to just sit there and wait for these motherfuckers to walk out of the way. And the first thing in my mind was, like, I will beat every single one of these shitheads to death. Okay, and and I wanted to, because teenagers are shitheads. Now, I understand the teenage spirit is important because that rebelliousness that teaches them to have uh, or grow a a personality that's beyond their parents and uh, separate from the hive mind, it's important for them to be that spunk. It's important for them to be that rebellious spirit. Uh, but a lot of teenagers take that to the extreme and decide, yo, I'm gonna be a fucking shit stain on the underwear of life and for no reason, for no reason at all, you know? (laughs) And if you are that kind of teenager, um... I want you to understand, I hope you get bullied, and if you are getting bullied, I hope you get bullied much worse. And I definitely shouldn't be saying that, because I was that teenager. I was that guy who decided he was going to be a piece of shit on the underwear of life for no fucking reason. Well, I, I had my reasons. I faced a lot more trauma than most kids did at a younger age, but ex- still, whatever trauma you you went through in your life is not a, is not a justifiable excuse. For you to be a uh, piece of shit to people that don't don't deserve it. So, if you're a teenager and you're listening to this. And you take anything from this. Stop being a colossal turd. Your parents do know more than you. That They are right. Now, your parents can be cunts. Your dad can 100% be a dickhead. And your mom can be a naggy bitch. Okay? However, recognize that when they are trying to drop some wisdom take from it the positive aspects and if there if there is negative aspects of their wisdom reject it i did the same thing like there are there are moments when my parents were trying to teach me some things and i recognized that the things they were, they were trying to teach me was a are negative are very negative and are remnants of the negative side of their time when they were raised and it's going to be it's going to be the same situation for us when we become adults who have kids, they're gonna be in the same boat. Uh, just make sure you focus on the truth and not becoming one of these degenerate other kids who are addicted to fucking what's that what's that microchip kids are smoking nowadays? It's called a jewel? Like, ugh, jewels. it's if you wanna smoke that that's your choice. If you wanna smoke a jewel, do that. But don't don't be a fag about it. Don't be a gay boy about it. Blah. Alright, so the next topic of the day is about a grown adult woman, uh, a teacher who started having sex and grooming a, t- a student that, uh, obviously she was teaching. And it started off with her grooming him when he was two- 12 years old and she started having sex, w- uh, sex with him when he was 13. Um... So, I'm not going to get into the, the article much because, you know, you know how these things go. Uh, she is fairly attractive. I'm not going to lie. She's a fairly attractive uh, 31-year-old teacher. And, yeah, she she groomed him and then started fucking. Um, and, I mean, raping him. But um, she apparently uh, got close to him by playing an online game. They didn't really specify which game that is or that was um, I'm betting it was probably Fortnite, but, uh, what I want to, the reason why these issues with female teachers having sex with their students isn't taken as seriously, um, cause this, it really isn't cause we know, first of all, most of us, I know most of us guys are recognized while we know it's terrible, um, that, you know, such a young kid was affected like that. A lot of us, I know me, especially, if a teacher that hot came out to me when I was 13, boy, oh, boy, yo, <laughs> boy, oh, fucking boy, I'm not going to lie, bro. I would, <laughs> it would be fucking uh, good. It would be fucking, it'd be awesome. It'd be an awesome experience for me uh, as a perverted 13-year-old boy. Now, I, I understand not all 13-year-old boys were as perverted and horny as I was back in the day, but we, we we boys understand there's a psychological uh dichotomy that, that exists when um you know, it's got, when we start getting into sexual relations involving boys and men in general. You know, like women are usually submissive. So whenever a so whenever we hear about stories of a grown man having sex with a teenage girl, we all get angry because well, we recognize that Women are submissive, naturally, so that 13-year-old girl who is a female was especially submissive and was especially taken advantage of because she was dealing with a grown man. And it's just creepier. We understand physically men are larger so and and much more intimidating, so when you compare that with a teenage girl, it just sets up an unfair balance. Now, the reason why... Th- we tend to be more tolerable um, when it comes down to sexual relations with teenage boys and um, older women is because we know that teenage boys are horny fucks. Now, teenage girls are also horny, but teenage boys especially are a different breed of horny and especially that's when they start knowing how to because first of all guys have always been the class the the ones who know how to go for the girls they they go after the girl and uh spit game and get the girl things are changing nowadays as more more guys become introverted because of uh this this rampant um exaggerated culture of female empowerment which is based off of delusion um, again, not knocking down female empowerment, but when you're when you're empowering females uh, by basically destroying males, um, you're not empowering anybody. you're just creating a more toxic environment or an equally toxic environment while telling yourself you' you're detoxifying uh, the society. But getting back to that, the reason why we tend to tolerate a bit more whenever uh, we hear about stories like this, is because, in our heads, all we can picture is a 13-year-old boy spitting game and managing to get into this 31-year-old woman's panties. And, in reality, what happened was he was groomed by a pedophile. And we all know, now that that story specifically, it, it, it opens it up. We recognize what that is. But in our heads, we can't stop thinking, yo, if that happened to me when I was 13, boy, oh boy. Because, I'm not going to lie, if, if a... 31-year-old woman that looked that attractive uh groomed me when I was thirteen. Um, I would know what was going on. Cause personally, as a young boy, I was I was exposed to a lot of this toxic shit when I was younger because I lived in a in a lot more Toxic environment. So like I was, I was the pervert kid telling kids about sex at, at the back of the bus, and all the girls were like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you know all these things." I was like, "Yeah, I know all the dick jokes. I know what a vagina is. I know what it looks like. I know where I can find more, <laughs> more pictures of vaginas." I was the pervert. So um, I understand, or I was the horny pervert, perverted thirteen year old kid. So I understand why um, uh, people think that way. But not all boys are like that Not all boys are as sexually advanced as I was um, As a child right? And that boy was quite literally taken advantage of Because I imagine at 12 years old When he was beginning to be groomed He was probably an inexperienced little shithead Who had no idea what to do And was just happy this grown woman was showing an interest in him um, With that being said um, again, I am usually almost positivity, posit, I can't say that, usually I am, I'm going to shrug these things off, now, I understand, this isn't me saying that it doesn't matter what happened to this boy, very traumatic, very traumatic, however, because he's a boy, because he's a man, I, I have this, maybe it's this toxic trait all men have, I believe he can get through it, you know, like, and we shouldn't think that. We shouldn't think that men should be able to just grow through it and get over it. And and I'm probably being a piece of shit by saying this, but I have this personal belief that men, when they get, when they really put their heads down and focus on the goals and on their goals, they can get through it, regardless of the trauma. He just needs the right um, support around him. And again, I'm not diminishing. Uh, his struggle, that's some sad shit right there. Like, he was raped by a predatory 31-year-old. Now, if if I was a 13-year-old boy who was raped by a predatory 31-year-old woman who happened to be attractive, I wouldn't be that damaged. I'd be like, fuck yeah, bitch, suck my, to- suck my dick as much as you want. Touch me under the table. Make me come back after class and fuck your brains out when nobody's here. Let me do that shit. But I understand uh, all people are different. I understand that not every teenage boy is the same level of horny pervertedness as I was. So, and again, I'm not making a joke about this situation specifically. I'm making a joke about how I would be in that situation. Um, <laughs> and recognize that my horniness was off the charts uh, in those days. So I, I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that drastic for me. Um, but I, I I, I, completely sympathize with this boy, and I wish him the best of luck. Godspeed, my friend, um, and stay focused. Uh, don't let this damage you too much, um, but, I mean, you have no choice. You're probably already damaged. So. I just don't know how to fucking approach this. Like, I understand why he feels damaged. However, I just know if I was in his position, I wouldn't feel that way. So, like, I'm trying to... Understand, you know, I'm trying to sympathize with with a perspective that I simply wouldn't be able to see. So again, uh, not I'm not saying it's okay for perverted grown adults or or perverted adult women to have sex with young teenage boys. Not at all. Like don't do that. That shit's terrible. Go to, you're going to jail. Go to jail. You should all go to jail if you have sex with teenage boys. If you're a grown woman, you should go to jail every fucking time. What I'm saying is, if I was in his position or any one of these uh, boys' positions, because lately I saw another video or not, not video, another uh, article about this t- this twenty uh this twenty six year old woman who started having sex with this twelve year old boy, uh who who had approached her. I think he hit her up on Instagram or something, and like they were having sex every day. Like that shit, bro. I would be like that kid, bro. I would be that that pervert kid who just wants to fuck 20- 24/7. so uh again i'm not saying i don't recognize his struggle r.i.p to my mans i wish you the best but um in his position man oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say uh if i was in his position that's all i'm gonna say um moving on to the next topic so i had this strange nightmare bro and no don't make fun of me for this uh but i had a nightmare that the cookie monster almo big bird and for and peter griffin for some reason were trying to fuck me in the ass while i was at this random like dinner uh or dining event for socialites uh (laughs) and i know this sounds weird but allow me to explain so it started off with me walking to this strange uh, event with a suit and tie and all that shit. And, you know, I, I, I had this this blonde woman uh, introduce herself as my guide. And for, and I walked around, you know, she introduced me to some random people who didn't have faces. You know, they, none of them had faces. They are all blurred out. And next thing you know, out of the corner of my eye, there's Cookie Monster. And he looks at me going... Cookie wants to fuck. (laughs) He says that specifically. Cookie wants to fuck. Like, and I can't do the voice that well, but, you know, he says that. And so he just comes at me and chases me. And for some reason i was like i stood there not fearing him i was fearing him i wasn't afraid i was just like hey cookie monster you can't fuck me i'm wearing pants and he goes are you sure and like next thing you know i feel a breeze in my butt cheeks i look down it's like the entire back end of my pants was just gone it's just my ass was hanging out my bare ass i so i freak out go ah shit let me start running and I run. I just start running, and I I don't know how, but I got into this fucking hallway, and the Cookie Monster uh was chasing me. But I, of course I'm fast as hell, and I was I was I was break I was breaking away from him. All right, but um oh and I I got into this bathroom. I ran into this bathroom because for some reason I thought that'd be that I'd be safe there, right? Um and I went into the bathroom, opened the door, and, you know, it had a bunch of stalls and all that dumb shit. And I started washing my face because I was like, yo, how much got chased? And and my ass is hanging out of my pants. Cookie Monster's trying to fuck me in the ass. I don't know what's going on. And like, (laughs) you guys remember that episode where Peter Griffin worked as a waiter? Or was it one of those uh, cutaways where he was working as a waiter who happened to be uh, uh, responsible for drying off people's hands? All that dumb shit. Yeah, so Peter Griffin came in with a towel and was like, "Do you need a towel?" And I and I just told him, "No, I don't need a towel to wipe my hands cuz I just use paper towels." And he says, "Well, I'm supposed to provide you some towels." I say, "No, I don't need your fucking towels." Peter, get away from me. So he goes, you know what? I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. And I go, What? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. So I, I freak out. Me he lunges at me. I juke him out. So when I, I run through the I run out the bathroom and there's cookie monster going, Cookie here the fuck and he's right out, he's just right out there. So I weave through him and I run back the direction where I where I originally run from. I go back to the dining hall and when we're when we get into the dining hall, right? Listen, what? Of course, everybody's just back there doing the same old thing they were doing when I was there, as if nobody trying to fuck me in the ass. And next thing you know, there's Big Bird. And I for some reason I think to myself, Help, let's go talk to Big Bird. He he'd know what to do. And so, like, he's chilling, talking to some folks. So I walk up to him, tap him on the shoulder, like, yo, Big Bird, what would it do, baby? And he goes, Oh, not much, nigger. <laughs> Straight up. He just says, yo, no. Not much, nigger. Not much, nigger. He didn't say, like, nigger, but he said, it like, nigger. As if it's just, like, a matter of fact. Because I am black, I am therefore a nigger in Big Bird's eyes. So he says that. I was like, yo, Big Bird, uh, Cookie Monster and Peter Griffin are trying to fuck me in the ass. Can you help me? And, <laughs> and he goes, well, sure, I'll help you. But when I help you, though, will you let me fuck you in the ass? And I said, no, I don't want to get fucked in the ass, Big Bird. Stop trying to fuck me in the ass. So, of course, Big Bird gets angry. He goes, "What? Well, what? Well, well, I want to fuck you in the ass. So, and you know how Big Bird is yellow? He has, like, yellow fur and feathers. Well, he gets so mad that his fur is, his color, uh, his feathers turn fucking red. This man turns red like red as a fucking tomato, and I'm like, holy shit, he's trying to fuck me, he's trying to fuck me, so I run out, I run out of the dining hall, all the way out, but when I get out the door, and step outside, like, I realize that I'm on a floating island, so I can't get off the island, right, (laughs) so of course, um, I start panicking, because, you know, all there is is a sidewalk that allows me to walk around the entire island. But, uh, alright, but I have to walk down the the walkway that leads up to the dining hall. And then continue on down the fucking uh, sidewalk. So, of course, to get away from the people trying to fuck me in the ass, I <laughs> I, 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 run down the, the fucking walkway. And get on the sidewalk, alright? And I promise you guys. This is a legit nightmare. I have no idea where this nightmare came from. I, I to this day, uh, it just freaks me the fuck out. Like, why the hell was I? Is this something that I was pondering? Um, so <laughs> I start walking down the sidewalk, looking for a way to get off the island. And guess who I see walking towards me? Oh, it's Almo. I go, <laughs> so I wave him up. I was like, "Hey, Almo." He goes, "Ah, what's up, nigga, nigga?" And like, I was like, "Oh, shit." He says, "Like again." They're just saying it as if a matter of fact, uh, because I am black, I am therefore a nigger. And, you know, I'm like okay, and I didn't think much of it at the time, because of course I was dreaming and trying to, I don't know, not get my asshole raped by the Cookie Monster, Big Bird, and Peter Griffin. And so I, I run up to him and I'm like, Yo, Almo, how you doing, buddy? He goes, Well, not, not too well. I'm kind of sad right now. I could, I could need, uh, I could use a good fuck. Um, you know, I'd like to fuck somebody in the ass. Shit up he straight up says that to me. Yeah, you know, I'd like to fuck somebody in the ass. And I think to myself, Uh oh. Um And of course at this point I I forgot that my ass is still hanging out my pants. So like I, I I laugh it off and pretend I don't know what I'm doing. What I don't or I pretend I don't understand what he says and I just continue talking to him and then like out of nowhere he wa- He walks up and like walks by to my backside and slaps my bare ass and says, "Yeah, Alma likes the feel of that. Alma loves the jiggle of them cheeks." And 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 right there and then, I woke up. I woke up and and like I don't. I, I can't say I was sweating and terrified. I was just confused. Like why? Like, why the fuck? It were Peter Griffin, the cookie monster, Big Bird and Almo, the creatures that were trying to fuck me in the ass. Like I've never been into any form of ass touch any form of, like, when my when I did have a girlfriend, whenever she touched my butt, you know, because girls think it's funny to slap guys in the butts, um, to get them back for slapping them in the butts, I get very uncomfortable. I don't like that shit. So, I, to this day, like, I don't understand what the fuck this nightmare was and where it came from, but, like, it still haunts me. I had this nightmare, like, a few weeks back, so, like, and I don't. I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I, I still don't. It still confuses the shit out of me. But uh, that's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. It's your boy, Victus D. Void. Don't forget to check out my book on Amazon. It is called Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. It's your boy, again, Victus D. Void. Stay focused, stay alert, and God bless.